The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to those who are and saves the crushed in spirit. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked, and those who hate righteousness will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
for all of this. They will lay hands on you and persecute you. They will deliver you to the synagogues, to the prisons. You will be brought before kings and governors and all on account of my name. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourself. You will be my witnesses. I will give you words. I win wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or to contradict. This is the lection. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the hands. slake your fear and provide for you the drink that wells up into everlasting life. And so you can melt and beg of him with mouths wide open to receive the most glorious sacrifice that was given for you. For your father in love for you promised that his son would redeem you. But in order to do that, he had to do the dastardly deed. He had to allow himself to be found in the fashion as a man and then to humble himself and become obedient unto death. And just a, not a mere death, the death of the cross. So that into your mouth he could pour the very dear spring of everlasting life. And your mouth was filled. And so I come to you this morning to say, my little ones, do not fear. They're going to lay their hands upon you. They're going to deliver you to the health departments and to the governors, and you will be brought before all of the panels of the state and the governors of each commonwealth. And, and this is because you will be doing something that the world does not want to hear. 
cannot tolerate the truth, the truth that the Lord Jesus Christ will order everything and provide for us the framework upon which we can be discipled and taught and catechized and the framework upon which we can come to know that in that order we are the children of God. So the Lord comes this day and he reminds you, I have given you a mouth. It is full of the gospel of the Holy Spirit on that day. He gathered together from the four corners of the world the mighty gospel of the Lord and he shattered the world with the glorious knowledge and tongues of fire appeared upon those men and they would climb to the highest mountaintop and in the face of all the persecution they would proclaim that this is the name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus Christ the redeemer of the world all men shall bow but on another day the wind blew mightily among the camp and all of them were there except two were not found in the collected group of the disciples they were off in the camp but the messenger came running up and saying wonderful things has happened for all of a sudden the Holy Spirit had dwelled upon those who had gathered together in front of the temple and all of a sudden the messengers came up and run in and said you know what has happened the Lord did not bind his church to any one place for he would shatter it throughout the whole world and so all of a sudden there appeared to the two men Ildad and Medad in the camp and they would proclaim the glorious message of the Lord and to this morning I remind you my dear brothers and sisters that at a very special time you're being catechized for your by your fathers the Holy Spirit laid his hands upon you he whispered into your ears the command to go and while you're going would you shatter the calmness of the water and you would bring from there the glorious gift of everlasting life for with that name, you ripped out of the cold, dead, stony body of your children their cold heart and replaced it with a warm, beating heart. And from that moment on, they sought to follow the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you will train them. You will impress upon them the things that the Lord has given you to say. But in order for that to happen, you can't be lazy. He didn't give you a job of just being able to sit back and fall into your nice easy chair with all of your tools in front of you and just sit there diluting time with a few games of solitary or one other game you'd like to play and then all of a sudden finding yourself not having enough time to study the things you need to study. For he has given you the word of God and you are to meditate upon that word. You are to read, mark, learn, and take it to your heart so that by patience and comfort of the Holy Word, you might not be anxious. And the only way not to be anxious is to prepare.
one of the things I've been trying to teach my people here is that there is a word in the scripture with the angels and the messengers of God come and the first thing they say is do not be phobiaed do not fear you can't do a thing about phobias if you're uh, an, an acrophobia, the minute the little spider comes on your little black shirt at my house, someone's got to kill it. It's an instantaneous response. But my Lord said in the gospel lesson for this Sunday, don't be anxious. Well, anxiety is something that you can prepare for. We learn strategies to deal with that. So you rise in the morning and the first thing you do is take out your, your prayers and you say your prayers and then after that you open the lesson for the coming Sunday or maybe even the Sunday six weeks from now and you prepare. And with the word of God being your very dear heart and soul, there is no anxiety. It disappears because you have searched the Holy Scripture and become wise in the salvation. But too often I find the cares of the world and the depression of my own life to well up so uh-oh, I haven't taken the treasury and opened it. I forgot. We stand condemned. But I remind you of the, of the promise my Lord said to you. I have given you a mouth. And I will place into your mouth the truth and the wisdom so that when you do not even know what to speak, I will open your mouth and the word that comes will be the mighty powerful of God and you will not be ashamed of the word of God for it is the power to bring men to salvation. So you study to get rid of your anxiety and you know that when you fail, he will fill your mouth with his word to the point that your adversaries will not be able to resist. They won't be able to contradict. You speak the truth. You say, the Lord Jesus Christ, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood that is innocent suffering and death, that you might be his own, that you might live with him. And all of a sudden, that impression that your pastors, your parents have impressed upon the pathways of your mind it takes you to the place that you need to be and the spirit warms your heart because you have studied and because you have prepared and then all of a sudden like little children you need to do good the most important thing the Christian church does right at the moment in the midst of all the controversy that's going on and the chaos that's wandering around is to do one little simple thing. That is what little children every night, they crawl into their bed and their mom or dad sat beside them and they hold their hands and say, now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And by the way, God, bless all the pastors in the land and bless grandma and bless sister Susie. And oh, by the way, Father, I forgot a couple of them. Would you please bless them too? 
So the church of God cannot forsake the assembling together of themselves. They must come together and they must pray. Because when the voice of the children of God is uplifted, that chorus of, of loud hallelujahs and supplications come before their Father in heaven, and he can do nothing but take the din of the world and push it away and focus upon the prayers of his little daughter. For she is one, she is holy, and she is perfect. For he calls her his little one. And so you pray. You gather your children together. And like a father who teaches his children, you gather them into the house of God and you worship. You say your prayers. And when that happens, you remind yourselves that we have done good. We've done good especially to the household of faith. For in doing that, the Father in heaven, he listens to his sons and his daughters. And he is a good God. I've had the privilege to learn from some Christians in a distant land and uh, learn to speak their language and do those kind of things. And one time after professoring a class, I asked the question, how come there's no word in the Creole for God that you ever say? And I said, because every time I have you read a Bible passage, you just, and you come across G-O-D, or do in the French, you only say bondi. And they said, what's wrong with that? Well, bon, you know what that means. That means good. And D means God. And so, they, they would say, I believe in Bondi. They would never say, I believe in God. I said, why? And they said, well, pastor, the simplest thing is to know there's only one good God, and we pray to him. We don't pray to all the other gods of the world. We only have one God, and he's a good God. He's a loving Father who's called you his dear ones. He's placed his name on you. Not the name of God. It is not in God we trust. Which one? The bad one? The worst one? The sort of good one? The good one? You never can tell. We place upon our name the name of the good God. He is called Father and Son and Holy Spirit. And he fills us with his righteousness so that nothing will separate you from the love of your Father who invites you to his table, feeds you with his gifts. He calls you, gathers, enlightens, sanctifies, and keeps you along with all of your family that he might set you in the exalted throne in heaven.
Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayer. And let my cry come to you.
love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.